Hey, chiropractors and marketers, we are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Today, I'm going to be bringing you an interview with Dr. Mike Reed, and he is a chiropractor. He was practicing for many years, and then now more of a coach, but he's still in the thick of it, and he's uh, you know running a practice in Richmond, Virginia, which he will discuss a little bit. So we're going to have a nice interview with him. I actually had the pleasure of uh, attending one of his marketing um, escapes, if you will, down in Miami. This was, I think, two years ago with him and Matt, Matthew Loop. And it was a, a really qu- a good, high-quality marketing get-together for the weekend. And we had fun, dinner, boating, all the Miami stuff you could possibly do. But overall, it was a, a really good experience. And we'll dive a little bit in, into that. And uh, he just brings a wealth of knowledge uh, when it comes to marketing strategy and, and just understanding how marketing works and how the practice works. So before we dive into to that episode, let's go over our three things that we do each intro. And the first one is a win. We are coming off of a, a really nice launch of the Chiropractic Success Academy. We actually had 79 people register during that five-day period, and we have been launching them with three things. We've got the closed Facebook group. Uh, that's already interactive. We did the practice audit that they filled out and going through that with them. And also they got complimentary access, lifetime access to the virtual marketing summit that I did back in February. So we're getting that going before the August 1st actual academy comes out with with the information. Uh, You can still register for that. It's not going to be at the discounted rate, uh, but still it's uh, high high value and, and low cost. So it's something that you can do. We, we were overwhelmed with the response and we're really excited to get this going and, and grow with everybody uh, within the, the academy. All right. Next one is as far as an obstacle is uh, free days. I'm, I, I really set my intention to taking free days. I try to do that on the weekends, but the last couple of weeks has been difficult because of you know, launching the, the Chiropractic Success Academy, private practice, and also the virtual summit that I did in my community, uh, which I'll, I'll break down in a episode coming up, all the details of, of that. As far as the Facebook spotlight is the uh, B&I groups, we had someone discuss that and it was brought up. I think it might have been, you know, really one of the first times it was brought up in the group and a lot of good discussion was in there. So you can check that out. But the uh, Brennan uh, Donahue, who posted it, he actually did the math and he's been in it for 18 months, got eight referrals. So he broke down the money made divided by hours. He spent in the BNI related tasks and it came out to $16.45 per hour. So obviously he is concerned by that. And so there was a lot of good discussion on the, the pros and cons of these groups. Uh, I won't dive in, into it on this uh, intro, but uh, check that one out. It's got a lot of good information. Uh, it seems like there's a little more cons than pros, but there is there definitely is some pros, and there's some BNI groups that are really uh, beneficial for people. But read through that, know what you're getting into. It's a good little breakdown of of how the BNI groups and some of these other networking groups work. So uh, check that out. Let's let's dive into the show. So this is my interview with Dr. Mike Reed. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mike. I really appreciate your time today. Uh, before we dive into the meat and potatoes of the interview, what do you uh, got for us as far as some of your background on you know, personal, professionally? We'd love to hear about it. 
Thanks for having me. First of all, Kevin, I just give a, a bit of a background. I graduated back in 92 uh, from the uh, Toronto College and I've always been a student of constant and never ending improvement. And I, I've actually been coached longer than I've been a chiropractor. So John Whitney was my first coach. And, uh, you know, I just sort of uh, every couple of years, I found a different coach that would sort of elevate me in my certainty, my knowledge, uh, philosophy, marketing skills. And I'm at a point now that it's been 25 years in practice. I sold my existing practice in Ottawa back in 2012. It was at its sort of peak. And, um, you know, I moved down to Turks and Caicos for two years. A lot of people know that. And we set up another practice. And now I'm up in uh, Richmond, Virginia, and uh, starting a third practice here with my wife, Dr. Shereen Van Wagner. So we have been through a lot and we have very audacious plans for the future, but it's been a great ride. I'm loving chiropractic. I mean, it's like the best profession in the world. I've also, I'm not so much practicing as I'm uh, focused on coaching and really just helping doctors elevate their practices to the next level. Perfect. I'd like to dive into the coaching part just a little bit as far as, uh, you know, when was it in your career you realized that a coach would be good for you personally? <laughs> I remember that exact time, Kevin. I was brand new in practice and I remember leaning out my, I had this little closet of an office. And I was leaning out, I'm looking at the door, looking for that next new patient to walk in. I quickly realized that I needed some help and I went to a seminar and I was just, I got the seminar bug. And I realized, hey, there's people out there that know more than I do. Because, you know, when you graduate, you have this this ego that you know it all and, you, you know, you're, you're God's gift to the world. And it wasn't the case. So I started going seminar to seminar, just learning different gems and uh, got to the point where I would have two to three doctors in my practice per day following me around, just seeing how I was doing it. And I just evolved into coaching and got to the point when I couldn't do both anymore. So I just started focusing more on the coaching. Perfect. And when did you make that switch out of uh, private practice into coaching? That was 2012. But, you know, I'm still, in a sense, in practice. Um, you know, I, I'm more or less the clinic director for my wife's practice. She does all the doctor work and I train the staff, do social media. You know, I'll do like a doctor's report, educating the patients because I'm, I'm always testing my materials to make sure it's relevant. Like we just rolled out something new, which was the ultimate dinner workshop. We've been doing dinner workshops for years, but we wanted to make sure that we had a tool that we could actually give to the profession so that they could actually go out and replicate what we're doing. Yeah, that's a good thing to be able to kind of test drive the ideas and the concepts onto your own practice. <laughs> that's true because, you know, things change and times change. Uh, social media, for example, is new and it's it's super relevant. You know, 10 years ago, it was in its infancy. And now if you're not doing social media, you're, you're getting left behind. I wanted to, to make mention, uh, you had a, a marketing seminar down in South Florida, down in Miami a couple of years ago that I did attend. Really enjoyed it. It was a great combination of education and, and a good time and, and fun and getting to know people. But one of the things that stood out during your presentation was your understanding of the social media, the website stuff, kind of the, the digital marketing. And, and I was re- I learned a lot. I remember uh, learning a, a ton of you breaking down a website and that was that was pretty interesting. Are you still doing a lot of that type of stuff for your practice and for other chiropractors? Yeah, absolutely. We have our own digital marketing company that we created. That was actually built out of frustration. A lot of doctors were coming to me, uh, Kevin, they were saying, hey, my website's not working. So I actually spent about two years just exploring what uh, the top entrepreneurs were putting on websites and what the critical elements were. 
you know, we came up with this formula and we started producing websites and a lot of our doctors are getting about three to five new patients per week. And that's really sort of the, the benchmark of what your website should be doing. It should be a magnet to pull people. And I always compare websites. You're either a Venus flytrap or you're a pretty flower, right? There's nothing in between. Yeah. And yeah, there's key elements from rapport building and, and bonding and liking the trust affinity factor before people would actually come in and see you. So we sort of switched from that that institutionalized app, uh, website uh, mm-hmm. to more direct response one that uh, gave people a direct response action. No, that's perfect. And, you know, it's one of those things where it needs to be compelling. And they, when they get to your website, they need to say to themselves, like, why would I want to go anywhere else? Uh, you know, let me call this number or schedule online right away. Yeah, and I've always compared it being the purple cow. You've got to be unique and different in that sea of black and white cows, which, you know, is very common in the chiropractic arena. And I'm always about that sort of blue ocean strategy. It's, it's you know, Chan Kim's book, Blue Ocean Strategy, but being yep. different from the red ocean. And that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, you know, that was a, that was a really good book. And I, I wouldn't mind if you touched on that for, say, an audience member that has never heard of that. Uh, what's the difference between a blue ocean and a red ocean? Well, you know, you can compare the Red Ocean to where all the sharks are sort of feeding. There's a lot of blood in the waters, and mm-hmm. it seems everyone's fighting for that that scrap of, of food. And a prime example was Callaway Golf Company, and they were actually ready to go bankrupt. And they said, let's let's find something. Let's go to the Blue Ocean. And that's when they made the Big Bertha. They basically put a toaster on the end of a stick <laughs> and this golf driver that – you know, who who wouldn't want something you, you could miss the ball and drive it an extra 30 to 50 yards? So what happened was that was the key to their success. I just take everything I do. I look at, okay, let's, let's look at a blue ocean. What can we do that's unique, that's different, that's going to set us aside from the red ocean where everybody's fighting for, you know, chicken scraps of, of new patients when there's 90% of people that are not, not using chiropractic over in the blue ocean. Yeah, that's that's for sure. And then as far as a website, what would be a few – tips you would give the chiropractor as far as to to try to get that blue ocean strategy for their website well you know it's funny because we will analyze a lot of websites and they offer really poor ratings on their seo and the seo is key um that search engine optimization meta tag keywords that you need i'm big on the welcome video i know some doctors don't like that but i've discovered when people get to see you and like you and trust you they will come in to your practice the other thing i like the free consultation the ability for to come in with no barriers to access. I call it Costco factor. There's there's no barriers to brand acquisition, but you're maintaining the value. And a direct response, whether you can put a health pass or something like that on there is key, and your blog. Blogs are essential, especially for the SEO that you're going to put in on a weekly basis. And giving it a fresh look. I mean, we, we use a WordPress business theme um, versus the old sort of HTML, CSS um, websites that are really outdated. Uh, that makes a lot of sense, and those are great ideas. And uh, yeah, the call to action is a, a big one. You know, I think a lot of people miss that, and they soft sell too much, right? It's just uh, mm-hmm. content's great, and you want it to be a content platform. But having some calls to action, uh, or like you mentioned, direct response is a key thing for our audience out there. Direct response marketing is basically what it sounds like: is you're trying to get a direct response from them. Maybe it's to download something and give them your email, or it's to actually uh, call your office and schedule an appointment. So you, you want to have those call to actions. That's absolutely true. And, you know, if you have that built in your website, I believe you're 50% of the way there. You know, the other thing, too, that I'll throw to the, the listeners is the Google reviews. Uh, a lot of anytime a new patient comes in and, you know, if, if we're in there and, and talking to the new patient, we always ask them, you know, how did you find our practice? And I said, well, I Googled you. And specifically, what in Google did you Google? A lot of people will actually say 
they Google chiropractor near me. Now, in your Google Maps, they can also pin you and find a chiropractor near. So that's important to have those. But chiropractor near me is one of those key Google AdWords, and they'll also look at your Google reviews. So here's here's my here's my advice: is look at your competition around you, and the number of Google reviews that you want is fivefold over your competitions. And if you can accomplish that by doing that inside your practice or through some sort of Google review counter, and then posting that. On your website, we have it on on Dr. Shreen's website. Where people go there, they'll see, hey, there's you know 40 Google reviews. Well, okay, that this many people love her, then I'm going to love her too. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, that social proof, right? Social proof is key. That's right. And then testimonials on the website will help as well. Perfect. Thank you. Awesome. And so, obviously, that's um, a big part of marketing. You mentioned social media is a big part of it as well. Kind of boiling it down a little bit. What's a, a key aspect of, of chiropractic marketing that you're you're most excited about today. I mean, I think it's always ever changing. There's a lot of good strategies, sometimes, you know, recycling the old, sometimes something fresh, a new technology. There's, there's a lot out there, but if I had to ask you that question, what would it be for you? You know, it's interesting, Kevin, because I've been coaching doctors for 18 years and I see this consistency. First of all, the doctors out there got to be hungry. They got to want to get out there and market, but there's really three levels of marketing. The first is old school. That's the meet and greets. That's your dinner workshop, your lunch and learns, your corporate talks, your doctor's report. That's the uh, what I call the one to many, where you can sit in front of a group of people and lecture. And, you know, that's that stage fright, that public speaking issue. We've got to get over it. The second level is heavy on the social media. And that's your SEO, your website, and knowing social media. A lot of docs don't. That's why my good friend Matt Loop and myself, we run our UCAM event, because it really it just immerses you totally in social media. And and it's so diverse. I mean, you got Facebook, you got Instagram, you got the new Instagram story, you've got YouTube, you can optimize your YouTube, you can put, you know, uh, exit bumpers on that, you got email marketing. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. There's so much you can do with Messenger now. I mean, and it changes. Look how fast the, the change of Instagram is is up and coming. And third level is, you know, when you get into your podcast like you're doing here, that's your authority figure. That's stamping your, your foot in the ground and saying, this is who I am and this is my dominant market. And you really have to have all three of those and you've got to combine all three of those. And I think once you start doing that, I think the world's your pearl. You can go, actually go out there and do anything you want. I agree with that. I think you could take those three things. If you dominated that, it wouldn't almost matter what profession you were in. You're going to succeed. I agree. But you know, the, the key element to this is consistency. This is what I've seen a lot of doctors do. They'll start and then they stop. Oh, it didn't work for me. Listen, you've got to give it sometimes like your website three to six months before it starts to kick and almost to the month. I've seen this is you've got to increase, you know, you've got to earn your stripes, so to say, and you've got to increase your ranking. And if you're a public speaker, you've got to be out there. I look at some of these guys are out there every weekend and they're just, they're hitting the, the pavement running and you just got to be willing to get out there and speak and talk to people and just be humble and, you know, share with your knowledge and they'll bond with you. And then that's how you're going to get a new patient or, or whatever. Yeah, I agree. And then with the public speaking, I actually had early on in the, uh, it was probably a year ago when I started this, I had Joel Weldon on and he's a, a hall of fame public speaker. And, and he had a lot of good insights on that. And, and for me personally, I sucked at it early on when I was in school, I was part of this health awareness workshop team at Logan chiropractic. And I actually didn't even make the team the first time I had to redo everything and try again. And I did, but I started speaking. And so when I got out of school, it's been always part of my bread and butter, whether it's uh small group or if it's a large group, I've I've spoken in front of a couple hundred people now and it's not something I was good at before, but I pushed through it and 
And what Joel Weldon says is it's a, it's a learned uh, skill. Yeah, there's going to be some people that are naturally better or maybe have a higher ceiling, but we're not trying to be, you know, in a presidential debate, that type of skill set. You're just trying to be effective. And when you're going out there speaking about something you know and are passionate about, you're going to be good and better, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's the key. You got to be passionate about it. You know, I, people always ask me, how do I know if it's the right decision? I say there's four questions. You know, you, you, you've got to be good at it. You got to be passionate about it. There's got to be a need, right? And then yep. what does your heart say? And if you can answer those four questions, uh, then you know you're doing the right thing. Oh, that's perfect. So I, I like that. And then as far as the, the second aspect you talked about with social media, I know you're doing a lot with that. And that was part of what the event I went to down in Miami. When is your next event for that? The next one is the end of April, so 28th to 30th of 2018. And Matt Lupin and myself are doing it down at the Secrets Vine in Cancun. If they go to ucam.fun, they'll find out more about that. We're just posting the 2018 coming up. So if it's not there, they can just come back and visit that. But ucam.fun, that stands for Ultimate Caribbean Adventure Mastermind. And, you know, it's it's not just um, lectures. It, Matt and I have lectures about eight to one, but we do adventure mastermind things in the afternoon. We do boat cruises. Um, we go for suppers. And, you know, doctors can pick our brains. That's a nice thing. you got Matt and me for a good solid three days, and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, that's 2019, 2019, right? 2019. That's <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And, and I can attest, I went to it. It was, it was a good time. And, yes, you both were very uh, receptive to one-on-one chatting, having a beer on the boat, and just getting the insides of a lot of stuff. So it was nice. Uh, definitely learned a lot about social media. And then authority. You know, like you mentioned the podcast, because I get a lot of people talk to me about it, because obviously I have this podcast, but for a long time, and I am considering relaunching it, but I had a podcast called The Modern Desk Jockey. And it was all about the desk worker and the health and wellness of the desk worker. And I did a lot of stuff with that locally, and I got a lot of good traction from it. Um, and it was a way of building that authority within that niche, like you had mentioned. You know, podcasting or anything else, what are some other ways someone could build some authority in their community? For me, I would say that the, the biggest thing you can do, and this comes back to a question I had with one of my Tony Robbins master coaches a number of years ago. I asked him that one question, and he said undoubtedly that the number one thing you should do is what we call charitable marketing. You see Tony Robbins do this. You see a lot of big names do this where they're being a bit of a philanthropist and they're giving back to their community. And I think that goes a long way, especially in the chiropractic industry, where we can have this negative brand equity that chiropractors are money hungry. That's just the way it is. But if people see that you're giving back, um, we do mission trips. We go down to Dominican Republic, and it's called Chiropractic Without Borders. I let my patients know that I take a group of doctors, we go down to different countries, and ours is DR, Dominican Republic, and we'll adjust out of the kindness of our heart. We'll do videos. We'll show up, and people are like, oh, my gosh, you're actually really giving back. And I think that's one of the things to create that brand authority other than, you know, a book or, you know, your podcast, the basic four or five things that you could do. But I think the aspect of giving back, I've I've always believed that the universe knows. And I think that if you are giving back to society as part of your legacy, and that's part of your vision of what you want to do for your community, it's not just take, it's give. This is sort of third law of spiritual giving. I think that has a lot of merit in today's world. I couldn't agree more, you know, it's, and you get that kind of reciprocity from it as well. You do. So you may have already answered it, but I ask each guest this particular question and we can reiterate it if we need to, or if it's something different. And that is, uh, what does modern marketing mean to you? You know, I, I think modern marketing, um, and I always come back to what I call the Parthenon effect. And this is where 
I see some doctors will have just, they're doing one thing. I think modern marketing means you have to have multiple pillars going with Parthenon. In fact, the Parthenon pillars holding up the roof. You have to have multiple ones going and you have to measure, monitor, adapt, and change. And what I mean by that, if you're doing, for example, we were just testing my Google AdWords for my, my coaching and we just put a test mark out there, $500. I said, give me feedback, let me know how we're doing with it. I think in today's world, you've got to be able to try things and you've got to be able to change and very quickly. To me, that's what modern marketing is all about. It is heavy on social media. It is having a professional look and a professional brand awareness. And I think modern marketing is also, and I'm going to, I'm going to borrow from uh, Gary Vanderchuk's jab, jab, right hook. It's about giving content, 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 and then asking for the order. It's not always about, you know, just taking, and I, I put up my hand, I've been guilty of that and I've really had to sort of take a close look at my approach and just give more. And we should talk about that with my team meeting before this about giving more content so people can actually try and like your stuff. It's sort of like the sampler you get at Costco, right? You're going to yeah. try and like it. You're going to buy it. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it's one of the best things. I, I think as a profession, we struggled for many years with that. It was all about, you know, me, 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 me. And a lot of the marketing reflected that. And I think now uh, it's starting to turn a little bit because of experts out there preaching that, really talking about how the messaging has to be there and how you have to give the content. And then from there, everything will flow from that point of view. There's that evolution too. And this is something that I have my radar on a lot more of, Kevin, in the sense that we as a profession can get very stuck or get into this rut of holding on to the same thing and not changing. You know, in today's world, it's sort of like, technology it's obsolete in 18 months or 12 months or six months you have to be willing to look at what the new thing is like right now i'm goo gaga over click funnels because i like how russell brunson has brought everything together under one roof um it makes it easier for uh, someone to deliver the message with direct response marketing so like for doctors if you're doing a dinner workshop and using that as your landing page that's a key element so you have to be aware of what's going on around you and you have to be willing to to try something new and let go of some of the old if it's not working like you used to. No, I agree. And I, I use ClickFunnels a lot. It makes it just, it takes that layer of complexity out of the equation, which is huge. Yeah. And simplification. I, I think that's a, a key word here that we can get too involved in too many things and it's too complex. And I really come back to simplification of what we're doing. Perfect. Thank you. That's a, that's a, one of the better answers we've had for modern marketing, for sure. I, I really like that Parthenon analogy. It just makes a lot of sense because I, th- I think a lot of people are missing one of those aspects of their marketing, and I think they really need to hone in on that. Absolutely. Especially the doctors that are stuck at X right. number of new patients per month. Like worldwide, the average is 10. So, you know, what would extra five or 10 new patients per month do to your practice? And I think that's where they have to be willing to explore and invest. It's not a cost invest in something that's going to elevate their practice to the next level. Perfect. All right. So what is uh, one book? You already mentioned one, but what's a book that you recommend for our audience? Boy, I've got so many of them. I know. <laughs> I'm reading right now and I've got a ton of them. I usually have three or four that I'm reading. You know, the expert secrets, uh, the dot-com secrets, Russell Brunson's, if they're into, you know, learning about click funnels. I went through uh, Crush and Gary Vaynerchuk's Jab, Jab, Right Hook. I mean, those are great ones that I'd highly recommend. There's another one I picked up that I've been wanting to read. And I'm just going to grab the title because when three people tell you to read it, then you have to read it. (laughs) Yes. Essentialism. And it's by uh, Greg Kewen. 
it's really about the discipline pursuit of less. And why I say that, because, you know, a lot of us are into this habit of more, 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 more. We get on this treadmill and we're never happy in life. And I think it's really about enjoying where you're at in the moment, being present, that present time consciousness and living with less and enjoying life instead of in pursuit of you know, material things like Tony Robbins used to say this. He says, your primary values in life, you've got to be emotional based values. And I agree with him. Love, gratitude, bliss, passion, magnificence, family, significance. Those have more weight as a wealth than a secondary value system, which would include health, wealth and material things. And that's what a lot of people chase. And they're never, never going to find it because it's sort of like the lowest standard you're ever going to try to achieve. You're never happy when you have it. So I think, you know, I'm just going to borrow from some of that Buddhist sort of mentality is, is being happy in the moment and being happy with what you have, regardless of who you are. And I think that's going to bear a lot more weight when you start using these marketing tools to move forward because it's, it's now a journey, right? It's not a destination. Absolutely. Perfect. Great book. I did read that. I, I was given it as a gift and it was great timing and it's a, a great read. So thank you. All right. Lastly, uh, how could our audience find you if they're interested in any of the, the coaching or the Caribbean trip you have going on or anything like that, they want to reach out to you. How can they find you? Yeah, they can go to chiropractic-masters.com. That's chiropractic-masters.com. And the very bottom, we have our events that are posted there. Our, our next big one is our summit coming up. That's Prosperity Leadership Summit. We do that in Washington, D.C. at the end of September. It's at the... Um, the MGM, National Harbor, it's a beautiful casino resort. And we have 24 speakers, and we focus really on four key areas. It's philosophy, so getting people back to the roots. It's on scientific validation of chiropractic, which is kind of cool. So we have, you know, sort of both sides of the coin. It's social media, and it's practice building in the sense that, you know, my goal has always been to make sure every man, woman, child on this planet really gets access to chiropractic. And the key to this, I believe, is, you know, sort of old school, new school. So coming back to our roots and then improving the certainty that we have by understanding what we can do with chiropractic and then the practice building social media skills to move it forward. So we got some great speakers, guys on social media, guys on scientific validation. Our keynotes are Jack Wolfson and John Minardi, who are two great guys out there. It's really about just dipping and immersing yourself in an event that's really going to help elevate you. And we'll have the UCAM event will be linked on there. And then, you know, any other events that we do, um, we do it in our training center and our practice in Richmond, Virginia. And one's on the new patient machine and one's on the blueprint. And I use the, the key of the blueprint for the seven-figure practice because I believe everyone has potential. And that's just a sort of a tongue-in-cheek. It's really about improving your systems and, and being more profitable and serving more people. That's what it comes down to. Perfect. And I know uh, Dr. Jay Greenstein had connected us for this. So I wanted to thank him for that. Will he be at the DC one? Because I know that's in his backyard. <laughs> it's, in, it's like in his backyard. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there. So Jay's a great guy. He just came back from the UCAM, totally blown away. He's been just so, so kind in introducing us to a lot of different groups uh, that want to hear this message. And, you know, it's, it's really about empowering chiropractors. It really is in those four key elements. And, and that's what's going to elevate our profession. When we're all successful, more people will be under chiropractic care. And I think we'll have a healthier, happier world. I agree. And I really, really appreciate the value and, and the giving that you gave on today's episode. I really appreciate that. Well, my pleasure, Kevin. And thanks once again for having me on your podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. 
Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.